Well, hello, everybody. It's Wednesday. You will notice that my background looks a little different because lessons have started again. So now I'm coming to you live from my car, just like I did last year. So this is Chatting with Chap. I am your host, Ginger Wade. It is Wednesday afternoon. It's a smidge after one, but we're here. We're all here. The gang's all here. It's still nice. I can still have the windows open. I'm not freezing in my car yet. So we are back here to our very familiar little car space for our little chatting with chat time together. Chatting with chat. So our topic today is mentor and community. But before I get into that, I, this, well, what I wanted to, to mention first <clears throat> goes with mentor and community. But I want to encourage all of you veteran mamas out there <clears throat> who, I mean, veteran mama could be someone like me who's been homeschooling for 15 years, 20 years, or a veteran mama could be someone who's homeschooling for five or homeschooling for two or one. A veteran mama is someone who's done it. So I want to encourage any of you who have been homeschooling for any length of time to reach out to people who aren't sure what to do right now. There are so many people in our commonwealth who are really struggling with what school choice to make this year. Um, some are terrified to choose homeschooling. Now, those of us who have been homeschooling, we could have been terrified when we started too. But maybe once we got started, it was like, oh yeah, I can do this thing. I encourage you who have been doing homeschooling for any length of time to please reach out to those who want to know their options, who want to do no more, especially no more, no more about homeschooling. Reach out to them and share with them your experiences. Share with them your resources, what has helped you. Help them get started. There's lots of people, and, and chat is out there, but not everybody knows about us, and not everybody knows to point people to us, and please do. Please do. If you do know people, please point them to us in these videos. Um, and our websites and stuff like that. But you yourself, if you are homeschooling, you know how it works. And you can reach out to someone and give them the courage to take that step. So that is my encouragement to you, veteran homeschoolers today, to reach out to someone who is really <sighs> thinking they, they might want to homeschool, but they're kind of terrified. Um, please give them the encouragement or you know, point them in the direction of resources, homeschoolpennsylvania.org or whatever. So, um, my friend Sharon is organizing something here in Elizabethtown for tomorrow night, very last minute, but I'm like, I'm there. So I'm going and I'm telling, I'm going to tell the local folks about homeschooling and how to start and what it looks like and not to be terrified and that sort of thing. So, you know, do it. You can do it. You can encourage people. You don't have to have anything formal. Just talk to people at soccer practice or whatever, you know? So anyway, reach out in, to, to the community around you. So let's jump into mentoring community. Let's start with community. So here's my question for you today. Do you Lone Ranger homeschool? Or are you part of a community? Are you like out there on the dusty plain by yourself? You're the 
pioneer homeschool family or whatever and and you're you're doing it and that's awesome or are you part of a community a co-op a support group a pod whatever you call them these days are you part of a group of folks who get together to support each other well there are times when Lone Ranger homeschool happens I mean I think we went through it just a little while ago um, and sometimes there's life circumstances or choices where you're just like, we're doing it on our own. But I think you will find that long haul, long distance homeschooling, um, I don't want to say requires community, but it certainly is a little easier with community. It's easier to do that long haul um, with the community support, lots of prayer, um, gets you, you know, seen out there to the long haul. I can do this thing. So why community? Why, why is that so important? Well, Philippians 3.17 says, join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. So how do you keep your eyes on those who live as we do? By being with them right? How can you be an example to someone else by being with them? So we can't help each other or influence each other unless we're together. Uh, so, and if there's someone that you admire, like, wow, look at that veteran mom. She's, she's, wow, I just want to get to know her better. I mean, you got to be in community together in order to know them better and know how how they did what they've done, you know, from your viewpoint. Wow, look at her homeschool. And be, get encouragement. But it requires being together, right? So, you can learn from others, but like I said, you can be an example to someone else, too. I heard in a speaker once, they said, when you're together in relationship with that, like sometimes we have relationships that have just a season. I have long-term relationships, like forever, years and years, but I have some that last for a few years, some that, you know, season with my kids were really small or, you know, whatever. And, but they just, for whatever reason, they don't, they kind of fizzle out or people move away or whatever. But when you are together in those relationships, there is something in you that God wants to put in that other person. And there's something in that other person that he wants to put in you. So it's like this mutual beneficial thing that's going on. And obviously it does not happen unless you're in some kind of community, some kind of relationship together. And in that, we might not be conscious of this sharing of character qualities or whatever that's happening in our relationships. But there's always something good in us to share to someone else. And there's always something good in someone else to share to us, to, to strengthen us and make us better in our character. So that's why we need to be together in community. We learn from each other. So part of this is, and this can be really scary, mamas, get ready. You have to invite people into your mess, right? Whether that's a physical mess in your house, which, you know, in my house, it gets pretty messy. Or just a, kind of a different kind of a mess. Emotional mess? I don't know. Um, invite people in. Invite people in. Because when you have, well, if you're having people over physically and in, in, in you're having community, invite them over without dusting and cleaning and making your house perfect. 
Okay, the reason is, the reason is you're trying to destroy the facade of perfectionism. Because honestly, we're not perfect, right? I mean, we all know that. Deep down inside, we all know that we're not perfect. But trying to keep your house perfectly clean and, and everything put away and look like you have it all together, it's just not reality. And when you tear down that wall of perfectionism, there's freedom. I mean, I've experienced it multiple times, but I've had actual physical release, burden off of my shoulders when I gave up the facade of perfectionism, right? And just invited people into my mess and be me and apologize when I screw up because it's going to happen. And there's just this great freedom that happens in that. So invite people in to your mess because it's going to encourage them. Part of community is realizing that you're you're similar to or like or or have things in common with other people. Well, when people come to your place and they see, wow, what floor's a little dirty, or there's toys there, or there's homeschool papers there, or there's dishes in the sink, they can relate to you. You are not this perfect oh, person, right? Um, and they can relate to you. They can be more relaxed with you, and then you don't have to keep the facade. So it lets the stress go. Can you feel it already? It's so nice. Because when you try to keep that, that thing of perfectionism in that relationship, it kind of is a prideful thing for the perfectionist, right? But it also tempts the other person to make you an idol. So that's bad for both of you. Pride and idol, idolatry there. Not a good combination. So let's just get rid of the perfectionism. Let's just admit we don't got it all together and invite each other into our messes because that's good. So, and this way too, if we tear down those walls, there will be no dividing. When the enemy can divide us, he can squash us. It's so much easier to convince a discouraged homeschool mom to not continue homeschooling if she feels like she's all alone. And if you're encouraging each other and walking through the journey together, whether you're at the exact same place or a mom is a further ahead than the other mom or whatever, when we're together in community, it's much harder to separate and destroy, right? So that community is so important and so, so, so very strong. So let's move in just away from the idea of general community into mentorship. And what is mentorship? Well, I'm going to read from Titus 2. Verses 3 to 5, it says, Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. So, mentorship there is more of an idea of one-on-one. -on -one where you're kind of in the older women who have gone before or in a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the younger women who are looking for guidance or help and instruction. Um, we're living out the life that God has called us to be so that we can reach back and help those who are coming up behind us, right? And no matter where you are in your stage of life, there's someone you can, can reach back and pull forward. Even small children, you think of... You know, my, my teen girls and the elementary-aged girls that they run into, they can reach back to them and include them and guide them and help them. There's always someone you can mentor, reach, and help at any age and stage of life, right? So guess what? Guess what mentorship isn't? Mentorship is not 
the afternoon seminar on how to live. Ooh, we've got the afternoon Saturday seminar. We're good to go. Let's just go. No, mentorship is a, a continual relationship and connecting and growing and accountability and strength and encouragement. And honestly, in a mentoring relationship, even the one who's the mentor could find great accountability and encouragement from the younger uh, member of the partnership too. It goes both ways, right? We're encouraging each other along. So um, it's so very important. I mean, sometimes that that close relationship and that encouragement from someone else is what keeps us putting one foot in front of the other. So I can't encourage you enough to get involved somehow in community, whether it's a support group or whether you seek someone for a closer mentoring type relationship. Um, I did want to say that you know, there are seasons for lone rangering, right? Like I said earlier, there are times when you just need to pull back and rest. And that is to totally and completely valid. So what I encourage you to do is to be prayerfully seeking God and asking him what he has for you right now. Is it a season of rest? Is it a season of quietness, alone time? Or is it a season of community? Maybe even reaching out to someone who might need a mentor or reaching out to someone that they would be your mentor. Don't be afraid to reach out. I've run into so many homeschoolers. I've never met a homeschooler that doesn't want to share from their experiences, right? I've never met someone who's like, well, I homeschool, but I'm not going to tell you anything about it. <laughs> it's like, I think it's something unique because we all want to learn from each other. We all want to, oh, well, what about that? What about this? Like, we all want to know more. Um, and we want to help others be successful, right? So um, be willing to just reach out and ask. So And share the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because that is going to encourage others. And, and, and also, like, when you, it gets it off your chest, right? If it's, you're not hiding it down deep inside and then you're thinking, I'm the only one who does this and I can't ever tell anyone because it's just awful. Don't believe that lie, right? Share the good, the bad, and the ugly in a close, trusted community, right? So that you can be encouraged and helped along the way. And they can be encouraged from your walk, too. So, like I said earlier, that next step might come out of support from other people. Or you might be the person encouraging someone to take their next step, right? You might be the one who needs to hear it, or you might be the one who needs to say it to encourage someone else to keep on keeping on, right? And sometimes you feel like you're really not in the place to be that person, because wow, who am I? However, you know, God put you there for a reason. Share the encouragement, you know, be willing to receive the encouragement. So important. So stay engaged, get engaged in your community, in-person communication. I love talking to you guys here on Facebook. I love that we have groups that we can throw questions out there and answer each other's questions. But being together physically is so important. So get some in-person communication with other folks. Go to the coffee house. You know you love it. <laughs> Veteran mamas, I encourage you, like I did at the beginning of the video, make yourself available. At the beginning of the video, I mentioned reaching out to those who have public school kids who are looking for other options because the state of our state is crazy. 
and they need encouragement and they need information. But I also want to encourage you to make yourself available to other homeschool mamas who are just getting started, whether it's at your co-op, a support group, a Facebook group. There's lots of options for that. Open up your home and have a mom's night out. Just, you know, you can have a theme that you want to talk about or just chill. Just bring snacks and chill and just let it go however it needs to go. Or have a theme of the night. Oh, this is how you teach your kids to do laundry or this is how you teach your kids to whatever. Um, or just, like I said, make it easy. Hold a Bible study. Um, do one-on-one -on -one with another mom. But veteran mamas, you know, Titus chapter 2, verses 3 to 5, reach out to those younger mamas. And share from your experiences. So, you guys, you have no idea what God is going to do in those interactions you have. I have discovered this over over the years of giving talks or just chatting at co-op or, or having conversations with people. But someone else overhears. You never know who is listening or who is going to find encouragement from what you're sharing. So please share. Please share from your experiences. Please share from your life and encourage others. Um, it's, it's beautiful. And you never know who you're going to encourage along the way. So again, reach out. Build community. Reach out to those who want to homeschool but are terrified and show them that's not as terrifying as they might think. So thanks for joining me again here. I uh, will be back next Wednesday. And it's Q&A day. So if you guys have questions and you need answers, please comment here on this video. If you're listening to our podcast, you can write into chaponline.com slash contact dash us. We have a contact form out there on chaponline.com. We want to hear your questions. I would love to answer them for you. And we will connect up next week right here, same time and probably same place in my car. All right. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining. Bye.